again. You are listening to the Kaz and Julie show. Or the Julie and Kaz show. Mm-hmm. I am Kaz, a registered massage therapist, intuitive energy healer, and meditation coach and owner of Key Health and Wellness. And I am Julie um, from Balanced Life with Julie, health and nutrition coach, as well as yoga teacher. And we this is are- Coco. Coco's here with us too. For those of you that can't see, because this is a podcast, Coco is a dog. (laughs) (laughs) So we are two super cool health and wellness professionals uh, just chit-chatting about some pretty cool topics, uh, giving our opinions, hilarious anecdotes. Yes, and funny noises. Mm -hmm. Well, sure. I don't know who you're referring to there. I have no idea. <laughs> so today we are going to talk about a topic. Um, I'm not sure if anyone's experienced this. I'm Julie, maybe you have or haven't. It's no the idea. dynamics of women when uh, they seem to get together and how completely bitchy they can be for no apparent reason. Bitchy, catty. Mm-hmm. Now... Although our topic is going to mainly be about women, we do understand that men can also be bitchy. Mm -hmm. But today we're just talking about our own experiences with women and sort of how that relationship evolves from when you first meet and everything's nice to suddenly, I don't know, the claws are out. Mm -hmm. And you're like, where is this coming from? Yeah, yeah. I would say... Because we've had this conversation privately mm-hmm. several times yes. as friends because we as women don't, we aren't like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, full disclosure, I used to be. <laughs> I did. I did. Um, and I own it and I'm aware of it. And I'm glad that I recognize how I used to be. Mm. And that I've changed. I'm sure somewhere my husband's like, used to be, uh, whatever, <laughs> we'll talk when I get home. Um, but yes, I think now, in this present moment. I've never known that version of you. I only know this so version, lucky. thankfully. Um, we are of like mindset and are different to that, you know, stereotypical dynamic of women. Yeah. And I think it really comes from a place of like women, the way that women are socialized is they're socialized to see all other women as threats and competition. Mm. And so when you're viewing other women like that, then it's easy to get an attitude or feel threatened or just be backstabby. (laughs) Yes. Well, I mean unfortunately, social media pits us against each other a lot, mm-hmm. whether it comes to our weight or the way we look or the size of our boobs or our bums. Like it's always something different mm-hmm. that now you have to be focused on this. And if you don't have this or if you have too much of this, then you're not worthy. And it becomes very heavily uh, com- uh, competition. And because, you know, way back in the day, our... Oh, I'm going to get so many horrible comments for this purpose. I don't want to say purpose, but the the reason like when we were created, it was 
we're going to procreate, raise those children for the next generation to move on so that our DNA moves on. Mm -hmm. I'm not seeing the only purpose of a woman is to procreate. It's Don't. Not. Don't send She's me hate mail. She's procreated. I haven't. It's all good. So, but that was our mentality, right? We need to find a mate, secure the mate, um, create a bloodline so that it moves on so we can then die off and then our mm -hmm. DNA lives on, right? That was the, the mentality. And so even though we're so much more evolved, there's still that competitive need in a woman is... Mm -hmm. Um, I need to secure the this and that and it but I think it also comes from socialization right it's like okay so I'll go back to my LA days back then before I had started doing yoga or meditation and wasn't really like examining my own ways of thinking what I had been conditioned to up that up until that point especially in Los Angeles was you had to find a guy He had to drive a certain car. He had to have a certain amount of money. And you had to hook him and get him to marry you and have some babies, right? Unfortunately, or fortunately, the plans kind of got derailed on my side because I started doing yoga and opened up to this whole other way of thinking and started to really examine, well, how are we conditioned? And is that really like... is do I really want the purpose of my life to be to secure some dude and have some babies? And, and that just never, like, I did end up getting married, but it wasn't because of the car he drove or the money he had. Like, th these sort of superficial reasons to be with someone is not mm -hmm. why I'm with someone, right? Right. But until that point, that was my early 20s, I had been led to believe. And so if you're somebody who's pretty... Um, conditioned by w the social messages that you're getting, I can see how one could fall into that trap. What always saddens me is when I see grown women with families and businesses and, you know, a certain amount of, you know, achievement, shall we say, behaving like they're in high school. That always disappoints me because I go, wow, like you've done zero self-examination mm -hmm. and you're feeling threatened by me for whatever reason. I don't even know the reason. Frankly, I don't care because I'm just doing my thing. So that to me is always disheartening and it makes me go, wow, like we need to have as women something which allows us to some level of awareness that goes, hey, it's not her, it's me, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? It's my stuff. And, and my, my sort of like, especially since I came from the film background uh, before teaching is if I ever get jealous of another person's success, it to me always indicates that there's something in my life that's unfulfilled. Mm -hmm. Something creatively that maybe I'm not going after or something that I'm holding back on. And so that fear exhibits itself as jealousy and envy. And that's usually when I take my ass to a meditation retreat and clear my stuff out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I think it's very important to take a step back and say, okay, why am I being this way towards this person? Now, there's always going to be people that you meet and you just, for whatever reason, don't like. Uh, that's mm -hmm. fine too. Like, 
you and I are both in agreement that follow that gut instinct. If something doesn't feel right, mm-hmm. you can't see that connection between you and the person, that's fine. But when it becomes an issue is when you turn that into being cat- catty and nasty mm-hmm. and that type of thing. And when I was more inclined to be that type of a person, it was because of my own insecurities. So I would see someone walk in that had this really beautiful body, or they were more successful than me in terms of whatever it was in the job that I was working. So instinctually to take that pain that I was feeling or that shame or guilt or whatever it was, I would project it outwards onto this person in hopes that I would make them feel bad. And in some way that would make me feel better Mm -hmm. Then I have like the one up on them maybe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I feel as if that's Unfortunately, what happens to a lot of women, they're harboring this low self-esteem. They have some issues that they do not want to acknowledge even, or maybe it's so repressed that they have no idea it's there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so instead of facing that, it just becomes this wall that they've put up and now they just kind of turn nasty. And I've seen groups of women who have known each other a long time And then as soon as one person leaves to go to the bathroom, to do whatever, it turns into this nasty bitch fest about the person behind their back. And admittedly, I've been in there in that situation. And it's so disheartening. Well, one of the things is anytime you hear someone gossiping about someone else, it's only a matter of time before they're gossiping about you. Mm -hmm. But it's such a fear-based response that it's got everything to do with whoever that person is not being willing to look at themselves Mm -hmm. and to do that that heavy lifting that's required to kind of shift their own perspective and my thing always is whenever somebody has something that I think I want I go oh wow like they have some success, like say, say in my space of like health, uh, nutrition and health coaching, somebody's just published a book. I'm like, oh, wow, like maybe I want to publish a book. How, the, how amazing for them that they've published their first book and blah, blah, blah. Is that something that I want to do? Hmm, maybe. And so the, I always pay attention to what are the things that I notice around me that I get excited by other people's success. Because to me, those are pointers and indicators for where I may want to go in the future in terms of what I'm doing. But I don't actually look at their success and go, oh, well, well, she's published a book. And what a whatever blank. Mm -hmm. I don't feel threatened by somebody else's success. Because the other thing is, from a spiritual perspective, whatever whatever is meant for you will always find you. Mm -hmm. I know from when I first started as a registered massage therapist, um, one of the greatest things uh, instructor told me is you cannot have an ego in this industry because people will either like you or not like you and it's not your decision. Um, Mm -hmm. You have to really be comfortable in who you are. So I started working as an RMT in a clinic. There was another RMT and I would have my own group of clients. She had hers. And sometimes people would go to both of us and then they're going to make a decision as to who they're going to go to afterwards. 
And it's their decision. And so rather than being angry or, you know, jealous of the fact that maybe a client went to see her, it's more about, okay, well, she's doing her own thing and I'm doing mine. And I'm really comfortable and confident in the type of therapist I am. I'm not going to please everyone and that's Mm -hmm. fine. So I recognize that. And in our one of our networking groups, um, there's a new RMT that's come in and you can come sometimes tell when a new person enters the group that's from the same industry as another person. There's that like animosity, like this is my group. You can't come in here. But instead, it's about embracing what that person has to offer mm-hmm. um, because there's so many people in this world. There's more than enough to go around. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe with women, it's about that acknowledgement of self. Unfortunately, with the invention of social media, a lot of women spend time scrolling and looking at these perfect Mm -hmm. stories that are such BS, but they become consumed by, well, look what they have. Look how romantic their life is. Look at this. Look at Mm -hmm. that. Angles, first of all, (laughs) tell a story. Like one of my guy friends was showing me, he's on Tinder and he's like, look at this. And Women spend hours posing. I didn't even really get it, but like the way you pose, the way you hold the phone, all these different angles. Lighting. Yeah, like it's such extreme to make it what it isn't. But then when they post that picture, it's like that becomes reality suddenly. And so then like people are looking at this and feeling bad about themselves. But rather than acknowledging okay, this is how I feel about myself. This is what I'm feeling is a little bit wrong. It's instantly like that bitch. Mm -hmm. How does she have that? It's so fake. And let's talk about her. Let's put her down so that then I can almost elevate myself from the ashes of how we just burned her. Well, I mean, number one, obviously these are women maybe who don't have as much going on. I don't have time to scroll on social media. So, but the other part of it is just going back to coming, whether somebody is coming from a place of fear or a place of love. Because if you're somebody who's genuinely coming from a place of love, you will never feel threatened by anything Mm -hmm. that anyone ever does, because you'll be in your own power of who you are and what you have to offer and to give to the world. So when I used to teach more public yoga classes, the one of the studios I taught at would work really hard to pit teachers against each other. And my Mm -hmm. thing always was the people who want to come and practice with me will always come and practice with me and I will do my best to serve them. And the people who don't are not going to come. And there's no point in being jealous or ragey about it. Just let it be what it is. And I think with anything, it's like when if you're seeing something or you're being triggered by something outside of you, that's an invitation to actually look at what's going on within you. Are you blocking something? Is it an opportunity for you to learn to love yourself more? Is there something you need to forgive? Is there something that you need to step into that you've been not doing because you've been afraid? Mm. So, I mean, definitely we could talk much more about this topic. But I think we'll just kind of leave it there. Like, what have your experiences, what have your experiences been in female friendships? Like, have you experienced any cattiness and what did you do about it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely. 
And do you recognize some of those traits in yourself? Yeah. Um, I think that's important as well. Yeah, because we have to clean up our side of the street. If we want good things to enter into our lives, we have to take responsibility mm-hmm. for what we're putting out there and the energy we're putting out there. Absolutely agree. So comment below. You can also reach out to us on social media. I am at Key Health and Wellness Whitby. That's K-I Health and Wellness Whitby. And I am at Julie Gore. Have a lovely day, ladies, and love each other. Yes, love each other. Bear hugs. Catch you next time. Bye. This show has been produced by podcastexperts.ca.